Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, welcome back. Lori and Julia show my talk on our 7-1, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. And I've been asked to uh, pass along to you two that Victoria Beckham actually is in Australia with David and has been. Uh, today they did some rappelling, quad biking, and even assisted feeding some of the new spring foals. Well, fine. They so. <laughs> finally got around to doing something. Yeah. I just think it's very interesting that he's the ambassador he's, and hasn't gone to a so damn funny. thing. Yeah. And it opened last Thursday. <laughs> finally, he's like, doing where's something. the ambassador? I don't know. I don't know. All right. So um, Ricky Lake and Juliet Lewis were in the what clubhouse. What a combo. I know, and apparently they know each other because you forget how long Ricky Lake has been around. Forever. Because yeah. she was the original hairspray girl. Yeah, Tracy Turnblad. Yeah. So they were in the... She had her own talk show. They were in the clubhouse. Uh, Scientology questions were off. No questions on Scientology. She, Juliet Lewis did not play Plead the Fifth. But she they didn't? played a game. You had to put a grape in your mouth if you didn't want to answer the question. She or an Annie. I wish they would have had him put him in your nose. Yeah, I know. It was just... You <laughs> that would have been funnier. But where he asked her questions about Brad Pitt, whom she dated. Oh, and yeah. just sort of some other things. But she was very quirky. And, of course, in the first episode of Camping, you know, we see her full frontal oh, yeah. nude. Yep. Totally. Nude, everything. Bush... Everything, you know, landing strip bush. Yeah, raisins. Raisin, you know, mm-hmm. the raisins. Yeah, yep. she's not. But she was a. She was really funny. And she Ricky was, Lake she was, was also funny. They had great uh, chemistry together. And um, I forgot, you know, Juliette Lewis has been acting since she was like a kid. Forever. Was she born into Scientology? I think she was. I think she was, Yeah. Too. I mean, she was on, you know, Family or Facts of Life yep. when she was a kid. She was in Cape Fear. She played the girl, oh, the young girl. the scariest Robert movie Robert De Niro ever. had her suck his yeah. thumb yes, and then kissed yes. her. And yeah. I don't even know. I mean, it's just, she looks like she's like 14 or 13. Yep, that was so gross. Anyway, um, but... Uh, you know, she did say she would redo the corn row uh, hair she had when she was 19 oh, went to so the Oscars bad. with Brad Pitt. Yep. She's like, what was I thinking? Andy and Ricky were like, we don't know. But then Ricky Lake had, uh, and you know, like she had a successful talk show for what, like 10 years, 8 I, years or something I, like that? Probably like 5 or 6, but I'll look it up. Okay, look it up. But she... um kind of seemed to know everybody in Hollywood. And she, somehow the story comes up about her, Ricky Lake, being at the Oscars and who she met in the green room. Every 
Nine. Whoa, Whoa, that's the wrong thing. I don't know who that uh, is. It was from 92 to 2004, Laura. That's You're right. what it was I like thought. It was 12 years. Yeah, wow. it was a long, she yeah. had a long, people liked her show and she left because she was tired of it. Yeah, I remember she married some, she had a questionable marriage too with someone that. And she talked about that, about being crazy. And, and then and, yeah, he, remember he, he scammed he was, her he and did. she accidentally set her Malibu mansion on fire. And yeah, all she, she had, had some, on were the flip-flops, the clothes that her kids were, she lost everything. Yeah. And she started the fire, you know, like in the As, kitchen yeah. or whatever. Oh, I remember the one time I almost started our house on fire in well, Japan. They, Oh, jeez. I know I started an oil fire in a kitchen pan. Well, did you add water? Oh, Julie, what, what, what did I do? do? I ran through the house with a, oh. a burning pan of oil to get outside. Full-blown wow. panic. Yeah, I wasn't wow. supposed to be cooking. It was that the early yeah. sign? I, I was like it. in sixth grade. I love grade. It that you have these signs. Yeah, I was What in, were you boiling oil for in sixth grade? I uh, No, Making I was frying fries? oil, and I don't know. We probably wanted to fry something. Yeah. You oh know, some concoction that yeah. my sister and I made. My mom ha- was probably at the Foreign Wives Club flags. or something. She was at the NCO Wives Club and oh, we were home alone. And mm-hmm. Anyway, and I did throw the oil out in the backyard and then started the backyard on fire. And then my sister and I had to beat the fire out <laughs> with the frying pan. She went and got one. And when my dad came home and half the backyard was scorched, he's like, what the hell happened? And I'm just like... We, we, we don't, don't know. know. We came home from school and it was like this. <laughs> Aliens. No. Oh. All right, I have Ricky Lake for Okay, you. let's hear Ricky Lake. Ricky, Rachel G emailed, what was the most surreal part of performing during that young Hollywood number, the 89 oh Oscars? God, these are all black. That was you, Patrick wow. Dempsey, Christian Slater, Ch- you uh, Rob Lowe, right? It was, I mean, it was like <laughs> everyone, it was blast, like said it was awful. It was one of the worst static Oscars, <laughs> but it was a dream come true for me. I mean, I was so starstruck. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I got to sing, dance, tap dance, make out with Christian Slater, like all of it in one number. And uh, then the Oscars and it was you all dancing with Disney Young characters. <laughs> and Lucille Ball and Bob Hope introduced us. Oh, my okay? God. It was, it was oh, wait, crazy. didn't you see Lucy? Wasn't she kind of She wasn't very salty nice. with yeah, you she, backstage? Oh, salty is, yeah, salty is putting it mildly. She was not nice. Why? She was what? smoking a cigarette and you're in this like like cardboard green room. I mean, it was, I was What did she myself. say to you? Did she call she you a bitch? Like I just wanted to say, hey, No, bitch. no, no. She didn't no, do anything directly no. to me, but she was not happy to be there. Right, yeah. She died shortly after that. I'm sure she hated your number, too. Yeah. Everyone, but I loved it. That's funny. I know. So the, I just thought that was just kind I of. I don't a, even remember that. Well, I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. But I mean, uh, was that the same one that Rob Lowe, or did he do no, that a few that's years a later? That's a different Oscars. But yeah. Patrick Dempsey, Christian Slater, and Ricky Lake—they're oh. young Hollywood, and they yeah. do an opening number. Oh, I mean, totally anyway, fun. Yeah. Um, so, and also Britney Spears had her first talk show uh, performance was on the Ricky Lake show. Oh, really? Well, mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Andy Cohen brought that up and he's like, yeah, you know, Britney, that was, and she said, I just remember the incredible energy. I just couldn't get over this girl because that was 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. So, okay. I found Busy Phillips talk show on E! Yes. Okay, to is set that the, the only, DVR okay. to set the DVR to a half hour show. And okay. then I see this show right after Busy Phillips. Um Lady which Gang? Pre- yeah. It premieres on Sunday and it's called Lady Gang. And I'm like, what is Lady Gang? Well, apparently there's been a podcast. These uh three chicks 
um, gals, Kelty, Becca, and Jack, they have a podcast that's called Lady Gang. And it sounds like our show, quite frankly. Well, I was just going to say. Yeah, they have, they have discussions about women. We should our show on the podcast yeah. network yeah. to see. The female brain uh, vices, they're, but they're going to get celebrity guests like they've already uh, filmed Ed Sheeran, Jamie Lynn Sigler, and Queer Eyes Karoma Brown. I'm not going to watch it. You're not? No, I'm not interested. Really? I, there's so many women sitting around talking. I know, but I'm going to try I'm going to try it out. All right, you try it for I'm us. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to watch it for us. I'm curious. I like to just see what's happening in the late night landscape and anytime you know some women get in the sure. uh, power position cuz you know. Okay. I'll watch it. You know, I have an endless appetite for talk I shows. know you do. Oh my gosh, Thank I just you. have I, I know like, it. Oh I, my gosh. But I'll watch it and see if it's, you know, good and they said nothing is scripted or pre-planned. Well, you can't have a TV show that isn't somewhat scripted or pre-planned because you've got taped stuff. So right there. Well, right. You know, they're already telling us a tall tale. You're right. But that's okay. I won't uh-huh. hold it again. Now someone who I love Rachel Bloom, who's just oh, disarmingly This is a girl after my own heart. Yeah. No, this is what I've been saying forever, Lori. So, so she is in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which yep. is in its last season. And um, I think it is on Netflix. So you can watch it if you've never seen it before. And um, she d- did an interview with Allure. And she has the digital cover story for the magazine so not the printed allure doesn't come in print anymore. okay that's why it doesn't come in okay print. so it's only digital now. yeah it's only digital and Jeez. so i i thought this is what i've thought forever yeah here's when the what, richest people and or you read it first yeah so she said um she buys her own clothes for red carpets and she said people who are earning the most money are supposed to not pay for their dresses and that's capitalism people are rewarded for already being rewarded and she, remember, she told um, Juliana Rantek on E! for the 2017 Emmys. She's, you know, Juliana, who are you wearing? She said, oh, I splurged and I bought this Gucci gown. Yeah. It cost me $3,500, but I'm going to sell it on the real, real right. afterwards. And Juliana was like, you you bought, bought it? it? Your Gucci's not loaning that to her? Mm-hmm. And that's when she realized she wasn't in on the on she the wasn't secret. in on the secret, which is the worst kept secret. And this has bothered me forever. I know it has. Okay, and here's why. I mean, for a start for a young designer too, um we don't have money. So someone who could loan us a dress, it's like Monique Lillier and Joy Noel. You know, when we they don't, loaned it, yeah. we don't have money. We don't have money don't to make, spend thirty five hundred dollars exactly. on dresses. But the people who have the money, the most money and make Kind of the most money for the least amount of work if you were to put it over, yeah. you know, other jobs, get everything for free. Yeah. And that's always been the, the richest rich get everything for free. Yeah. But it's bothered me that stars don't buy their own dresses. It could come back around. I mean, someone at a design. Elizabeth Taylor said, why wouldn't I wear my own jewels? Jewel. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I mean, blame Rachel Zoe. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know, if Tom Ford or Tom Caroline, Ford already did, didn't he say uh, he, I'm no longer he's letting not celebrities do that. Yeah, he wear wants my people. clothes and walk in my be, shows? Be, well, the celebrities. Celebrities don't walk necessarily, maybe in his show, but, but I think he w- was referencing, uh, you know, letting people wear his dresses for nothing. And some people want to be paid to wear your dress. Oh, exactly. And do your earrings. I think it's so. Yeah. So, so they have to see, you know, somewhere someone needs to do the 
marketing the grief to dollar ratio? Does it really pay off with the number of pictures that you get? I I don't know. I don't know how that impacts, you know. Because they also the fashion said it's cycle only of a buying. small number of people True. who buy haute couture. And that's still the same amount of small amount of right. people. But even, Julia, when Monique Lulier would uh, loan us a dress yeah. to wear to the Screen Actor Guild Awards, we didn't have that many options within because all of the sample sizes were too small for us. Are tiny zeros yeah. and twos, and it's the same thing. It's no skin maybe off of a designer's back to give you a sample dress that he's going to sell at a deep discount anyways, or he'll custom make it for you. But there, these sizes are 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 tiny, and like you know, they Monique Lulier, the ladies would call us and they'd be like, "Okay, we have two sixes and." You know, one four and and one eight, and you know, uh, we could alter. You know, yeah, yeah. we've got some other bigger, but otherwise, like the big selection mm-hmm. were zeros and twos. Which I'm sorry, you're the size and, of a piece and, of paper, and that's why I think um, also, you know, who are you wearing when Eliz- when Joan Rivers and Melissa Rivers started asking that? I mean, that was a very valid question because yeah. it was fun to ask, and still today, it's valid to ask them who are you wearing because they're wearing something for free well yeah someone rachel bloom didn't know she's still gonna buy hers and i think that there are other women on the red carpet who right buy it if you're not who, a size two or four yeah zero yeah, or two Sorry. Is, Sorry. is what it is or a big enough name mm-hmm. you know the game of thrones people are buying things orange is new black people are buying yeah, yeah i mean a lot of she it's not everybody who it gets isn't. it but it's certainly the people who are making big huge paychecks are but but it. again you know who's the sophia who's the number one actress i can't think of her name blonde sophia meredith Vergara? meredith meryl streep she doesn't let anyone buy you know she buys her own meryl streep yeah mm-hmm. yeah well she, you shouldn't want to be she doesn't want to be beholden yeah. to all the rules and yeah. stuff that comes with getting a free dress all right listen, we we'll be right back with the dirt is a my talk dirt alert. All right, we got Holly Hollywood here with our dirt alert. I hope you don't mind that I call you Holly Hollywood. That is all right. Yeah. Just don't shame me because I haven't seen a star, star is born, born yet. Oh, oh, I know it. Well, you know, it's going to be in theaters for a while. It is. She's <laughs> yeah. got plenty of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know people who have gone to see it two and three times now. It's like it's the Titanic. I love that. Uh I love that. It truly is. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, Let's start with a little Khloe Kardashian news. It seems that she has ended things with Tristan Thompson. Shocker. you are to believe the tabloids that she's just so moved on from Tristan Thompson. Well, she should be. And if if she's not going to do it, the tabloids are going to help her. (laughs) Yes, they are. Well, in Touch Weekly is rising to the occasion. They're claiming uh, that Khloe Kardashian is will be fighting over custody of their daughter, True Thompson. So they uh, she wants primary custody, while uh, Tristan Thompson allegedly still wants joint custody. This The issue being that you're thinking if Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian have broken up, that she's going to want... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Want to move back to Los Angeles? He's still remaining in Cleveland because, of course, he plays with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the deal. She she's going to get it 100%, and she's been the she's, full-time caregiver. But they probably already worked it out, yeah. and this is all going to play out on the show. And but Chris Jenner say, is orchestrating it, and he already has a kid with another woman that, that he doesn't have seen. custody of. Mm-hmm. So I'm just he's saying, been begging for her to dump him, and she's finally agreed. Agreed. Yeah, doing one of those passive-aggressive yeah. things. Enough, yeah. enough humiliation. I'm out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's uh, do that another. baby is. So oh, little cute. Trude. Yes, little true. Yeah, I will just say it's so cute. Yeah, yeah. very cute. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Uh, let's keep it in the family now. Kendall Jenner, uh, Khloe Kardashian's half-sister, making headlines of her own. Uh, this time, uh, this photograph was released yesterday, and uh, it's in Vogue magazine, and some people were saying that Kendall Jenner was sporting an Afro-like hairstyle and accusing her of co- cultural appropriation. That's not on her. If so, she's in vogue, they style her. Yeah. That is not on her. Well, people, the internet, yeah. being the way that the internet no. acts, yeah. we're going after her. Now, no. Vogue magazine uh, issued the following statement okay. about that image. They said the image is meant to be an update of the romantic Edwardian Gibson girl hair, which suits the period feel of the bra collection, the clothes that Kendall Jenner is modeling, and also the big hair of the 60s and early 70s, that puffed out, teased out look of those eras. Vogue magazine goes on to say, we apologize if it came across differently than intended, and we certainly did not mean to offend anyone by it. I'm looking at the picture. And I think it is very Gibson do, girl. A, it is very much Elizabethan. Yeah, you, and that's funny that you say that because I saw the picture initially and I read it as Gibson girl, but if you don't know what a Gibson right, girl is, right. a Gibson girl was the ideal beauty in the early 1900s, 1910, and they were named Gibson girl after the person who drew these women, you know, right. they're thinking of the corsets and the big poofy sure. hair. The big poofy hair yeah. and that it always had like some kind of a top knot totally somewhere in the back. She totally looks like that. Yeah. 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 So, like you just said, Julia, much ado about nothing. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of best buds I want to talk about here. Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito. So they've been friends for 50 years. And the reason that Longer they met... Longer than us, Laurie. Yeah. I, well, you well, guys they have should. Goals. Yeah, they're older than we are. So. <laughs> that is very true. Much, much older. But they met for the first time on Long Island Sound because uh, Michael Douglas was hanging out on the beach. He said, I was on the beach looking out at Long Island Sound, and this guy walks up to me with this long head of hair, if you can imagine. He says, you get high? And he said, we're both 1967 potheads, so we smoked oh, a joint, and that was the beginning it. of a long, stop long it. friendship. Now, these guys have worked together in, in oh, way over the decades, you know, many films together. So they've been friends for 50 years. Just, you know, best buds. Mm-hmm. Best buds. That's Truly. just kind of... Truly that best. feels like that's so much the 60s. Yeah, you know? oh, sure. like, yeah, 1967 yeah. for sure. Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, their relationship is moving right along. They're reportedly going to move into a $6.5 million mansion well, in Beverly Hills. Well, their publicists are working super overtime on their behalf, my gosh. She also posted something on Instagram 
about the picture of the two of them, Laurie. Oh, they are mm-hmm. so thirsty. They, they were are. fueling rumors. Priyanka was at some beauty convention in Las Vegas. So then the story was that they were checking out Las Vegas wedding chapels when they were there. It's and just then they just thirsty, oh, right? Is, yes. Yeah. The rumor is, is that they're going to be married by December. Now, are they going to get married before Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner from Game of that Thrones? That would be very bad for him because those two have known each other longer and been engaged. But. Priyanka's 36 years old. Yes, no, the clock is ticking. And Sophia Turner's only like 22 or 23. No, I know, I know. Yeah. Now, what do you think of Jennifer Garner going public with this uh, hamburger boyfriend of hers? Why do you call him a hamburger? Well, because he 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 owns... um, Like a bunch of franchises? No, about healthy... Hamburger joints. What are they okay. called again? Uh, let's see. He's very cute. Oh, he is oh, a very good looking guy. Picture. Yeah. So the blinds were right John about Miller. John Miller. Yes. Somebody. Yes. So he is the CEO of a company called Cali Group, and I mm-hmm. believe that they are investors in a healthy chain of restaurants. I don't know the name off the top of okay. my head. They're called Cal Burgers, I thought. Mm-hmm. Cali Burgers. Okay. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Well, apparently they've been dating for around six months. Now, this goes back to something that we talked about in the Dirt Alert a couple of weeks ago, the blind item saying that Jennifer Garner's publicist is going to slowly be rolling out this relationship in the tabloids being because they're already actually engaged to each other but they don't want to have that be public because it might look bad because the divorce from ben affleck just was finalized but earlier this month my gosh but Mm -hmm. it's been a four-year separation Mm -hmm. yeah it's one of those things where i don't think any of us would think it would be controversial to be engaged to this guy because you've been separated for so long and that relationship was done and over with for years it was just formally ending it in the court so he's a big deal he's gorgeous (laughs) he's gorgeous i'm happy for her he's an awesome Author, the Handbook of Nanotechnology. Has he been married and divorced? Yes, and okay. he co- successfully co-parents with his wife. All right. He's a Stanford Law School graduate. I bet it was a setup. He's oh, a good yeah. guy. I bet you anything it was a setup. Somebody oh, knew mm-hmm. some you guys should meet. That's yeah. Funny. He's no. a good guy. Now, yeah. Us Weekly says that the relationship is not serious, that John hasn't met the kids yet, but People Magazine running with the story that, oh, or no, excuse me, other way around. Us Weekly says it's serious. He's met the kids. People says, no, it's still pretty light, and he hasn't met the and children that's her yet. Publi- that's her PR spin. She's playing mm-hmm. both tabloids. Right. The one, one tabloid's getting one thing, and then People, the legitimate one, is getting the Look at that. Look so at you that. go to both sources, yes. you read both stories, it's, and then we're going to want to read about I, Jennifer Garner even more. Oh, my God. Oh, that is Cali Burger delicious. is a big darn yeah. deal. They operate in 12 countries. And I kind of like that. That's great. I kind of like that camping show. I you only did. watched I two episodes, I but I one. loved how just like Crazy. she reminded she me of someone I know. Really? Did yeah. you like it, Julia? That we have to go swimming by 10 and eating by 12? No, it's just... It's, She's I don't know. very... Yeah. Follow the schedule, team. Yeah. No, anyway. <laughs> it all right, isn't thank me, you. is it? No, when all we come right. back, we got Vintage Scandal. Liza. Oh, fantastic. And then there was a scandal. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. All right. Today's inspiration was I heard Joel Gray being interviewed and Liza Minnelli uh, came up in the conversation. And I just thought, okay, we do need to revisit uh, Liza Minnelli. But first I thought, um, let's look at the comparisons 
like mother, like daughter, between Liza oh. and Judy. It's yes. kind of incredible. Okay. At two and a half, Judy made her first appearance on stage in Jingle Bell's Christmas performance at her father's movie theater with her two older sisters. Oh, I love that. At two and a half, Liza was growing up on the MGM lot and made her first appearance in her mother's musical in the good old summertime. You know, uh, yeah. Judy was... Uh, Signed to MGM at 13, and Liza was at 19 on Broadway and became the youngest actress to win a Tony for her performance performance in Flora the Red Menace. And, of course, Liza belongs to the EGOT family. Between 1965 and 2009, Liza Minnelli won a seven Emmys, a Grammy, Oscar, and Tonys. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and, of course, um, uh, they both had gay fathers, Mm-hmm. Judy's father. I didn't know Judy had yeah. a gay father. Her father, Frank, began getting into trouble starting in 1926 when rumors began circulating that he was making sexual overtures to the male ushers at his movie theater. Oops. Okay. And then Liza's father, Vincent Minnelli, really? was gay or at least bisexual. Yep. According to his biographer, he was openly gay in New York, but when he came to Hollywood, he would be, was more bisexual. Okay. They both had multiple husbands. Judy Garland married five times. Two of those husbands were gay. Were gay. Mm-hmm. And um, Liza married four times. And just like her mother, two of her mm-hmm. husbands were gay. David Gray and David Guest. David Guest. David Guest. And who was the other one? Peter, Peter Allen. Allen. Yes. Who Hugh Jackman played uh, the bo- um, the boy? Oh, it is the really, Broadway show. Yes, excellent, yeah, too. excellent show. Okay, both Liza uh, Minnelli and her mother Judy Garland suffered from a drug and alcohol abuse, and you know Lauren Bacall and other people have talked about how from childhood Judy was placed on drugs to lose weight or go to sleep or to wake up, starting when she was a kid, and just like her mother. Liza got an early start with alcohol and uh, pills and, you know, was a fixture at Studio 54 where the drugs were flowing very freely. And in the 80s, Liza went to rehab at the Betty Ford Clinic. And um, both Liza and Judy were very insecure about their looks. Judy was harshly criticized on her looks because as she went through puberty, mm-hmm. as many people do, she got breasts. You get fluffy, get, you get breasts. Get Very insecure. Her MGM kid co stars, if you were, or peers were Elizabeth Taylor, Lana Turner, Ava Gardner. Okay. Yeah. And during the production of Wizard of Oz, Louis B. Mayer always called Judy Garland my little hunchback. Mm. Um, while and he made her wear tight corsets and always she had prosthetics on her teeth and her nose. And then she was on like, you know She was on eight hundred calorie dis- a day diets yes. plus speed. Amphetamines. hmm Yeah. And Liza was insecure also. Um just and that's why they both sort of search for the father figure type in their the men, mm-hmm. the manly men that they mm-hmm. were. Um, both were legends on stage and on film, and they both became gay icons. They did. The play that uh, Peter Allen, it was the boy from Oz. Yes. That, uh, yeah, the boy Hugh from Jackson Oz. Jackson played. Mm-hmm. Judy Garland was called the Elvis of homosexuals way back in the day, thanks to her on-screen and stage talent, as well as her personal struggles. And even though it was frowned upon by Hollywood executives, Judy Garland loved to go to... Uh, Gay bars with some of her gay Hollywood friends, including the director, George 
Kukar. Kukor. Kukor. And, um, and then, um, of course, uh, with her mother's gay icon status intact, Liza naturally followed in her footsteps, similar talents, struggles, and she is a supporter of gay cause and has gotten oh, much yeah. applause and all of that from the gay uh, community. So they do have so much in common. And um, in, uh, let's just go back to, I thought, let's look at when Liza Minnelli married David Guest, her oh, last husband. The Guest. The guests. Include Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, huge. I mean, it went from a lavish wedding to spousal abuse yep. in about 16 months is their romance. Okay. And he died in April of 2016 and at the age of 62. He just he been moved on, to London. Yeah, he'd just been on Celebrity yep. Big Brother yep. and he was going to tour with the new show. Yep. And But his name was always linked to Liza because of this whirlwind romance and the famous photo. And the insanely lavish wedding. Yep. And, and the high-profile divorce that made the mm-hmm. tabloids. Do. So they began dating in June of 2001 after getting reintroduced through friends. Mm-hmm. And he told people, I could see there's a little girl who needed to be loved. Aww. I felt for her right away. Within 48 hours, they said, I love you to each other. Again, their orgasmic haze is real. A week later, they were living together. And then that December, David Guest proposed with the three and a half carat Tiffany Diamond. That same month, um, in 2001, Liza uh, sought treatment to save herself and her relationship because she'd fallen off the wagon from right previous rehab right. attempts. On March 16th, they had the wedding to end all weddings. Mm-hmm. 850 guests. Oh my God! Okay, he was 48. She was 56. It was New York City. They had 36 members in the bridal party. Oh, my gosh. I got to look up those photos. Okay, two matrons of honor, Elizabeth Taylor and Liza's cabaret co-star, Marissa Berenson, who then died in the... Yeah, why do I know that name? She died in the World Trade Tower. She was in one of the planes. Oh. Marissa or her sister. I'm not sure which one. I I think it was Marissa Berenson. That's another story. Mm-hmm. I'm getting de- her. The two best men were Michael and Tito Jackson. Yes, she had 13 bridesmaids. He had 13 groomsmen. Liza Minnelli and David Guest had two ushers, two flower girls, two flower boys. The singer Maya was a bridesmaid, and she'd only met Liza twice before the wedding. Oh my gosh! She told people everyone was dressed in diamonds and furs. It was incredible. Here's who attended the Liza Minnelli David Guest wedding. Diana Ross, Donald Trump, Mia Farrow, Rosie O'Donnell, Martha Stewart, Joy Behar, Anthony Hopkins, Kirk Douglas, Dionne Warwick, David Hasselhoff, mm-hmm. and Joan Collins, just to name a few. Oh, it, and it Is keeps that not going, an eclectic, oh no, eclectic it's mix? It's just beyond. And even though it was the fourth trip down the aisle, Liza Minnelli told people that David Guest was the one. He was everything I ever dreamed of in a man. His humor, his authority, his manliness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Anthony Hopkins, did you say him? He yes, was even there. Oh, my yes. gosh. And uh, so they exchanged vows at this Marvel Collegiate Church, but it was the church that had everyone talking. After saying I do, Liza said, David, you don't ever have to live life without me. And he said, can I kiss you then? And Joy Behar described it on The View the next day as he sucked her lips right out of her face. <laughs> the smooch was enough to even make Donald Trump blush. He told Liz Smith, 
at the New York Post. I've been to many weddings and I've never seen a kiss like that before. After the wedding, the 850 people moved on over to the Regent Wall Street Hotel. Mm. Can you imagine how much this Mm -mm. wedding cost? There was a 60-piece orchestra. Oh, my gosh. 54 entertainment acts, including 54, 54, including Gloria Gaynor singing, I Will Survive, (laughs) Andy Williams singing, Oh, Andy Williams, Love is Here to Stay. Diana Ross was there. I said that. (laughs) And a nine-tiered cake adorned with real and candy roses. Michael Jackson gave the only toast of the night before a huge dance party interrupted with Carol Channing doing some kind of dance in the middle of it all. <laughs> and the party lasted until 2 a.m. Oh so that would that have been a an wedding event to be at. And they jetted off to London where they began their honeymoon. Then they went to... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thailand, and for the next several months, they just did photo ops and just lived the opulent life, just going to fancy hotels and going out and about and declaring their love. And they were happy until they weren't at the end of their marriage, which was 16 months later. Uh, it got ugly. Uh, and and he, he filed a $10 million lawsuit, told NBC. She was abusive. She, abusive, that her alcoholism mm-hmm. made her hit him. And um, and that uh, she consumed a bottle of vodka once and then beat him in a hotel room. I'm sorry and to laugh. I know. This was, I remember this whole was, time. And it, was it was crazy. It was crazy. It yeah. was absolutely crazy. Yeah. And then she uh, refuted it. She fired back with her own $2 million lawsuit claiming David Guest had stolen money from her. Now, remember, they're breaking up in 2003. They don't settle until January of 2007. Wow. But the divorce was final. The terms were confidential that same year you know he uh went to the hospital with chest pain she thought he was making it up but Mm. he did die in april of 2016 and um you know she did not go to his funeral nor did she release a statement on him and by the way she sold all of that stuff remember when she moved Mm -hmm. from new york to la Mm -hmm. and that uh uh she she's just a script for Cabaret sold for 15000 And her outfit that she wore in the movie for Cabaret went for 82000 yeah. wow. It was a three-day love. Lies that raised more than $1.2 million. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. Cool. Kind of. You got to go. The photos from that wedding are to die for. Well, when we come back, we're going to play Liza being a guest on the Graham Norton show. <laughs> Talking about meeting Elvis. Okay. It is it is a vintage <laughs> memory classic. that must be shared. Okay. We'll be right back. Look, I don't mean to frustrate, but I always make that she could really be the one this time, but I never got the chance. 
everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, love doing a little vintage scandal about Liza. Gee, it is kind of amazing how much she and her mom's life, the parallels. The old apple from the tree. Yeah, but yes. just so many things. So, uh, and uh, just kind of doing some stuff, digging around for talking about Liza. Uh, we found this clip from a June 2011 BBC interview with Graham Norton on his show. And James McAvoy was oh, on gosh, and it was yeah. Liza Minnelli. And she talks about meeting Elvis. And let's just roll it. I met him in Las Vegas. Um, I had two dancers in my show. Two beautiful lady dancers. It was us three women. And... Uh, he, I think he kind of liked one of those ladies. Mm-hmm. So he came backstage and said, can I watch the show from that? I said, sure. And he watched and everything. Then he invited us all over. And we went over to this spectacular, I mean, I've never seen a space like that. His suite, it was just incredible. Incredible. We're kind of sitting there. I'm next to Alice Cooper. Um, some porn star. <laughs> I, I can't remember some which star. one. But we're all just kind of sitting there. And he's disappeared. So we're kind of trying to chat. And suddenly, the door flies open, and I hear, hi <laughs> And he's in the room in full, you know, dress. Ninja hi Yeah. And then, some guy, I guess his teacher, you heard, hi And he came from over here. <laughs> and all of us are going, gee, that's great. Did you do this every night? <laughs> And and Alice oh. Cooper told that story. That oh, was the he? first time he'd met Elvis. Oh my God. But oh. there had never been any. And Chubby Checker was there, yeah, too. Yeah, it was Linda Lovelace. And was Linda the, Lovelace oh was the porn star. <laughs> yeah. And okay. Alice Cooper had told that story. And people were like, oh, yeah, you know, right, or whatever. But he's like, no, it was Liza and Chubby Checker and... You know, Linda Love, and we met Elvis, and it was, I'm sure it was at the Las Vegas Hilton where he performed and where we saw Liza. Right. The one and only time we were Sang lucky her enough 10 to songs. sing us a song and tell us a story. No, sing her, tell us no, a I'm story. No, I'm going to sing you a song and tell you a story. And she, <laughs> I, I mean, we didn't really care how many songs she I sang. I think she sang 12 songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it was oh, one something. of our highlights, though. It yeah. was, I was so excited to see her but finally. But we did have to call my gay brother to, to push the trigger tell to us, buy the should tickets. should we buy the tickets? Because they were like 110 bucks Yeah, or he something. just was like screaming, are you kidding me? You have to go see her. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I mean, and we icon. saw her yeah. one. Once then, after that, at the Segwards, and that's it. She really has gone dark. Yeah. It's, you don't see her anyway, out and about. I, 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 I just could listen. I mean, just what oh. a story, okay? I know, Donnie, will you, before... There's something else that happened so sweet today, is um, they're re- redoing the... Um, the soundtrack for The Greatest Showman. This is our favorite headline of oh, the day, good. Julia. It's the good. adorable alert. It's oh. Pink and her daughter. Willow. Yes. Teaming up to cover a song. It's beautiful. A Million Dreams. And we tweeted it out at Lori Julie if you yes. want to see the video as well. All right. Here's All right, a little here Willow. Every night I lie in bed The brightest colors fill my head A million dreams are keeping me Vision of the one I see A million dreams is all it's gonna take Oh, a million dreams for the world we're gonna make That kid's got a future. Oh, my God. And I guess it's Willow's (laughs) favorite movie. And they're doing the greatest show, Showman Reimagined album, 
where people are doing an all-star lineup is going to cover the movie soundtrack. So Panic at the Disco will cover the greatest show. Sarah Bareilles will sing Tightrope. And Kesha and Missy Elliott will do the Oscar-nominated This Is Me. And... um and I don't know if this A Million Dreams is part of the soundtrack. I think oh, it, it is. Oh, it is, Lori. This is one of the first songs yeah, teasing yeah. it. And, and so this that's was amazing. Big, well, they're doing, like, they did this for Hamilton. Yeah. That they had. Um, the mixtape. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's so. It's so adorable. It's so adorable. Yeah, Pink said to her daughter before they began, they began singing, um, I think you're fun. I'm glad I had you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're sweet. Isn't that cute? It's so sweet. It is so beautiful mm-hmm. little voice. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. now let's move on to Kelly Clarkson because she uh, released a video yesterday on Facebook uh, encouraging people to remember to vote on the November 6th midterm election. Right. Because it's like only 50% of people vote. And so she she's singing while she's talking to us. And she the hashtags uh, get up and vote. So here we go. Hey, hey. We can make the world much better. Can't give up on hope. Gotta get up and vote. Gotta get up and vote. All right, y'all, you beautiful Americans. I don't care who you vote for, you're independent, you're Republican, Democrat. I'm not about any party right now. I'm just about you using your privilege of living in a country where you can vote and you should vote because if you want action in your own communities, you gotta be a part of it. So whoever you're voting for, whoever rings your bell, just, you know, go vote for them. Okay, thanks. She, she could literally she could sing, sing a phone book, but she I mean, could. I do love that. I do love the the activism and. Um, well, everyone should go out and vote. Yeah. It's it's your civic duty. Yeah, and, you know it is, and yeah. it doesn't matter what side you're on. You just vote. Yes, get out do there it. and yep. do it. Um, other favorite headlines? What else do we like? Well, we like the fact that um, it's hump day. I did not like hearing that Jason wasn't like that keen on the Bohemian Rhapsody oh, movie. Oh, did he see it? Yeah, the what reviews have been tepid. Oh, really? <sighs> they oh, like Rami Malek. He's good, but the movie as a whole, mm, so-so. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm very disappointed in that, but also relieved because then I don't have to go see it right away. <laughs> I mean, it's a blessing sword. and a curse. It's really, <laughs> you know, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, he's getting rave reviews. But you know, it's always tricky with a biopic. You got to have heart in the movie. And it was wow. kind of like how I felt about First Man, even though it was like it's an amazing story. That movie was missing a heart. You need heart, people. Yeah. Go forward. Yeah. We hope yours beat strong tonight. Mm-hmm. Have a great night.